Graffiti Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right, and as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. Check this out, Johnny. Look at that bad What are you drinking right there. over there? I got what me is- some absolute villain, vanilla flavored from Amazon. Yeah, it's, it was expensive, but I thought, man, I'll try it. And I applied that to some Coca-Cola. And how is that? How is that? Muy bueno. It is muy, muy bueno for bueno. our yeah for our Spanish speakers, our Spanish listening audience. It is muy bueno. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. So wait, that's absolute vanilla, which basically means it's vanilla flavored vodka from Sweden. Schlickamina fita faders, meatballs. <laughs> I oh, I learned some. Ikea. I was in uh, Sweden for a couple of days and all I learned was like the really, really raunchy bad words to say. And uh, yeah, that's what you learn when you're 16 years old in a different country. Oh, bad yeah, that's word. The first. first words you learn. First words you learn. <laughs> so Johnny, tell me about your, uh, your last week, man. I know you had an interview with your friend uh, from the band. What's it called? Uh, collapsing closets or no, no, no. It was called uh I like that, but no, creep down, creep down. Um, yeah, those no, guys are good. Fantastic. They are pretty amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this Saturday, creep down is having creep fest, which is going to be, I don't know if we launch this tomorrow, that means it will be this Saturday, regardless it's this Saturday. So three days, uh, two days, something like that. Maybe one day. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how busy we get, but uh, yeah. So uh, creep down. Uh, no creep fest is happening soon. And uh, we're all looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a sold out packed show. So if you do plan on going to creep fest, get there early. Um, and we talked about that in detail in episode number 712, but faders, this here is episode number 713. And I've got a question for you, Jeremy. I got yeah. a question. Yeah. Um, do you like rainy days? Ah, it depends on my mood, man. Like if it's a hot rainy day, not so much. Cause like after it rains, it gets all steamy and hot. But if it's like yep. kind of a cooling rain, like where it was hot before it rained and then it, the rain hits and it cools off. I, I can see the beauty in that. I appreciate that. And not only rainy days, rainy nights are awesome. Cause I love to kick it um, and go to bed and like turn off all the sounds, like no phone, nothing lay down and just listen to like the rain hit the window. That's cool. And then like lightning rumbling in the in the distance. That that feels good. Ooh, romantic. Uh, but like <laughs> during the day, if it's raining, what do you like to do? Do you like to stay in? Do you like to go out? Do you like to go to a theater or something? Like uh, uh what's on your agenda if it's raining? <laughs> I like to um, I like to take the car for a drive. You know, I mean, if it's it, 
it's already going to get wet anyhow. You know, I'm going to have to wash it anyway. So hop in the car, take the car out for a drive. Maybe we'll go somewhere with my wife, you know, maybe go like looking for a new shop to go look for like Americana stuff, which I buy for the bar. And um, sometimes we just go to a, maybe we go to a restaurant or maybe like we found a couple restaurants just by driving around like hey, that looks good. Let's pull in there and try it and, and been pleasantly surprised each time. Very cool. Very cool. All How right. I like the country gym. Yeah. Uh, well, before before last last Friday, whenever it rains, I like to stay inside and just work. You know, forget about the weather. Just stay inside and focus. Right. But I learned something. OK. Faders. Two weeks ago on Friday here in Tokyo, we had a very light typhoon, but because it was a typhoon and it was raining a little harder than usual, a lot of people, in fact, most people stayed home. They worked remotely. They didn't go out. All the tourists, they just basically, I don't know what they did. They stayed in their hotels or something. I have no idea. But uh, my wife and I, we have plans to go to this antique festival, right? Oh, I like that. And it's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of the biggest antique festivals in uh, Tokyo, and it happens once a year in Shinagawa for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, it was raining, and I told my wife, I was like, you know what? I think if we go to this antique festival today, there's going to be no people there. Because usually if you go to an antique festival or an antique fair or flea market, there's a million people there. It's hard to see anything. Um, If you want to, like, touch something or ask a question about something, you kind of got to wait in line. And um, they're fun. They're exciting. You got to do it. But they are kind of troublesome, a little bit uh, mendo kasai, as they say in Japan. And um, anyway, I told my wife, this is probably an opportunity we're never going to get again. And she's like, "Okay, let's do it. Let's go to this this antique fair and see what's up. So we went there and it was about the size of like. It's hard to say. It's like it was like the size of like maybe two basketball stadiums. It was pretty huge. There's hundreds of booths, right? You mean the I playing mean, field or or the seating as well? Uh, the playing field. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I mean, it's it big. was pretty big. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty big. And it's like maybe about the size of two or three of them. So if I, I can upload some photos for you guys to check out. But um, we went there and there's virtually nobody there. The place wow. was empty. And everybody there, all the vendors were dying to sell stuff. They were dying to cut you a deal. They were dying to get you at their table. So my wife and I, we came in, you know, we put our umbrellas away and uh, we're walking down the, uh, call the aisles. And there's like one, two, three, four, five, five aisles to walk up and down. Right. And they were just full of so much cool shit. Everything there was at wow. least a hundred years old, at cool. least a hundred years old. And so we're walking by and everyone's like, hey, 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 check it out. We have Japanese katanas. Check this out. This is 200 years old. And the guy's like flashing a katana in the air. And I'm like, this is awesome. But I'm not going to buy a katana. I do not need any weapons. No, thank you. But very cool. I liked it very much. And so we're walking up and down. At first, I was just trying to get some ideas for like my artwork and stuff, right? Because I'm doing some like kind of like really old style Japanese-y kind of stuff, whatever. And um, anyway, um. I, I broke down. I started looking at stuff and looking at stuff in de- detail. And as I was looking at stuff, everybody there, all the vendors were, were just cutting me a detail. They're cutting me a deal. They're like, oh, this this is a very traditional Japanese comic book. Um, this comic book is 150 years old. It's very, very, very traditional. And I'm like, how much? He's like, 100 bucks or each my yen. I'm like, oh, no, no. And, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me looking look at it. He's like, Okay, go send yen, 5,000, 50 bucks. Oh, 50 and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm, dude, I'm, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking. He's like, okay, okay, okay. 
3,000 yen. Jesus. And I'm just like, holy smokes. Okay, I'll take two. So I started buying stuff. My seal was broken, right? Because everybody there was freaking out because, I mean, they had to pay a lot of money to be there. They had to like move all their stuff there. They had to set up and they only have like three days. It was supposed to be like a two-day typhoon. They didn't know what to expect. So everybody wanted to make a deal. They wanted to make a sale. They wanted to, they wanted to sell their goods to anybody that will buy them. And there was almost nobody there. So I was like, holy shit. So I bought a couple of like very, very, very old comics and then, and then I'm walking around. I saw the, there's like so many katana areas where they have all these samurai swords, like old ones from World War II. Ones that are even older than that. And and anyway, I, I didn't buy a samurai sword, but I bought a uh, what's it called a tsuba. Do you know what a tsuba is? No, tell me. It's what's the handguard. A tsuba is a handguard. So you've got the samurai sword, and then right. above it, where you, right, right above your hands, so there's that little guard, right? The handguard, oh, right? Little circle thing. Little, little thing. <laughs> Yeah, they got dragons. They got all these cool designs and stuff of tubas. And so I bought two of those and I bought them for like a fraction of the price they're selling them at. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not even asking for a deal. They're just cutting you a deal, dude. It's like basically going to Thailand. And I asked my wife, I was like, is all this stuff for real? I mean, they're really cutting us deals. And she's like, yes, everything here is authentic. It's for real. They can't get in here. They can't sell their stuff here unless everything is completely authentic. Like there's no way it can't be authentic. And I was like, holy smokes. So I bought some art pieces. My wife bought a bunch of um, yukatas that are like a hundred years old with these really cool designs. And I think we spent maybe $300 all together, and uh, we bought so much cool stuff. I bought some art pieces. I bought tsutsubas, comics. Uh, yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. It was it was a really great experience. But the best experience, uh, not just buying stuff, was just looking through everything and actually being able to take your time and look at all the stuff that they had there, and actually just kind of like touching history and just seeing like all this just unique, beautiful, just traditional stuff because a lot of stuff in japan i mean because of world war ii got destroyed right so having antique goods or seeing antique goods in japan is it's kind of a special thing because like i mean the whole country was on fire at one point in time you know and then before that before the edo time period japan was at war right right so like all like the samurais like every clan every shogun was fighting each other so they didn't have time to like make like a lot of really cool stuff right so there's like this window about like 200 to 400 years ago where things were actually really produced where like artists really spent a lot of time creating stuff like kimonos and samurai swords like artistic samurai swords and stuff and it was really 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 fantastic it was a beautiful experience. And I'm telling you this, not to brag or anything, but I'm saying, faders, if you're in Japan or if you're planning on coming to Japan, and if it is the rainy season, and if it is raining, if or if, or if there is a typhoon, for God's sakes, get your ass out to go somewhere. Don't, don't stay in your hotel. Don't, don't stay, go, don't go to a theater. Try to find something that's happening or like, uh, for example, some kind of a festival, a fair or, or anything like that, or even Disneyland. If you go to Disneyland or Disney Sea, there's going to be no people there. It'll be a great opportunity to go on every single ride, and which sounds pretty easy. But in Japan, there's like four or five, six hour lines just to get on yeah. fucking uh, like Space Mountain or something like that, you know. But if it's raining or a typhoon, dude, you could go on Space Mountain like a hundred times, dude. I shit you not. So, yeah, if it's raining, take advantage of that opportunity. Do what I did. We have umbrellas. We sell umbrellas everywhere, man. <laughs> in That's Japan. right. So mm-hmm. you just jogged my memory. So maybe a couple weeks ago. My wife and I do the same thing. We we go out to like anything that sells like American 
not antiques, but older stuff, right? Not like 200, 300 years old, because primarily what I'm looking for is stuff from the 70, 60s, 70s, 80s. That's the stuff I really want because that's hard to find. And yeah. uh, we, we found a shop. The wife found a shop uh, 30 minutes drive from where we were. And it had to go down these really little tiny roads. You you drive cars. You know, in Japan, some of the streets are tiny, right? Especially in Tokyo. Some of the streets are Scary. tiny. Like, you can barely walk on it, and they, people want to drive cars down it. Well, think about this. I live in Fukuoka. Even smaller streets, bro, because, like, these remain for, like, for real donkey horses, uh, donkey pulling, uh, uh, you know, carts behind them and shit kind of roads, right? Uh, so. Mm -hmm. We're going down these little tiny roads and we have an SUV. So we're driving these little tiny roads and it's like taking up the entire road. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we finally get to this place. And what it was, was there used to be a military base in that area. And they have like mm -hmm. a little, little old, like 40 style, 1940s, 50 style, American style houses. Mm -hmm. And they, and oh, wow. uh, people, you know, people from the base used to live on them. And now the base is gone. And the Japanese people bought them up. Now, one guy's taking a little house and he's turned it into half a bar. And on the other side of the house is like a little antique shop or Americana, Americana shop where he tries to sell like all kinds of Americana things. So we went in there. We finally wow. made it. It's a little tiny place. I was like, ah, there's not going to be anything good in there, but I'll go check it out. So we go in there and uh, looking around, and I found some cool art, like some like pinup girls, you know, like in the, in the forties, how like, like you would have a pinup girl sitting on an airplane or stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Oh yeah. So I found some, some of those, I found a route 66 sign with, with mm. uh, light bulbs all around it. And I bought that. And then cool. I found, I found the piece de la resistance. I found the most awesome thing, dude. I found a 1970s mini jukebox. No way. Yeah. But it, this like, is, is it, there's a little, is lights? yeah, with the light, it lights up like orange and red, like lights and, and, mm -hmm. uh, and it lights all around it. It's a mini, so it's only about like this tall. I mean, maybe it's about a meet one meter tall and about a meter wide. It's a mini, uh -huh. but it has that 1970s look, and uh, it's been converted to take CDs instead of records. So whoever wow, had so it, it changed it. it. Yeah, changed it. But That's the cool. lights and everything all look cool. So I bought that, and the guy was originally asking like three uh, thirty-eight thousand yen for it. And since I bought like other stuff in there, I was like, you got to give me a deal on this because like the CD player, it works, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes you have to push the start button a couple of times and it starts working. You know what I mean? You remember all how old yeah. CD players used to work. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So he said, okay. And he, and he offered it to me for 28,000. So I said, all right, I'll take it for 28,000 yen. I'll take it. And then the, the route 66 sign and, and all these other little pinup girls and stuff nice. like that. Cause like, nice dude, that's a that, steal. That is a steal. And that thing is sitting right now in, in uh, eight stars, American bar. So like the whole idea of that place is we try to make it as American as possible. Hence the name American bar. So we got like all these old cars, uh, you know, posters like from Texaco, we've got like old Budweiser signs in there. We got like a little, now we got that, that old 70s style jukebox with the, Lights that go all the way around it, man. It, it's looking great, man. The bar's looking great. And your your cool. little story about antiquing reminded me of that. And I was like, yeah, I definitely got to tell the faders about this. Dude, that's very cool. That's very cool, man. We're pretty good at shopping, man. We're getting good. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I never thought I'd be into antiques, but now that I'm like 51, I'm like, yeah, I'll go to antique shops. And I'll, especially if I can find some cool Americana stuff.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I really love old Japanese antiques. Old school American stuff is really cool. I mean, we basically grew up with that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Antique shows, dude, fucking American, Japanese, whatever. But um, yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder if you go to, if you went to Okinawa, would there be better scores over there since they still have like American bases and American bars and American things over there? I mean, probably it, it might be worth their while just to take a little flight down there and just check it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to live in Okinawa, so I'm kind of burned out on that place. But, I mean, it's definitely good for a tourist to go check it out. But, yeah, man, um, it's kind of cool, the stuff you can find. Like, finding, like, cool Americana stuff in here. I mean, I get it. Old Japanese stuff is super cool. But we're in Japan. Yeah. It's easy to find Japanese stuff. Finding old American stuff that has to be from a base or somebody who was here during the war and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a really niche market, right? So it's really hard to find stuff. And when you do find it, you got to jump on it because if you come back the next day thinking, oh, I'll just buy it next time I'm around, it's going to be gone, bro. Boom. That is 100% correct. That's what I told my wife. I was like, yo, listen, if we decide to like, just like look around today and then we come here tomorrow. And if the weather's nicer tomorrow, this place is going to be packed. We're going to get gonna no deals. Picked clean. Yeah. 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 Everything's going to be pitch clean 100%. And also nobody's going to be offering deals like, oh, oh, you want this half off, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was just like Thailand. And we just got, we got some really, really cool antiques, man. I, I really love Japanese antiques and faders. If you can get your hands on some really cool antiques, I mean, they're, they're great keepsakes and they're even better presents. So yeah, if you're going, if you're in Japan or whatever, you know, that's some cool ideas for your friends and family when you go back home. As long as they're not haunted. <laughs> what if you buy something and it's got a ghost attached to it, man? Holy shit. I was shit. thinking about that. I was thinking about that because, right, I got two Tsubas, right? Right. The uh, hand cards. And um, one, I mean, they're they're in the back, whatever. But um, so I can't show you right now. But one is really nicely done, right? It's like this really cool, like artistic design, right? Because, mm. I mean, back in the day, like Samurais, they used to buy or make, or what if they were bought? I don't know what, anyway, they, they would acquire Samurai swords that were uh, kind of like, yes. Didn't they commission them from a sword maker, a master sword maker? Like, just like your art, like it's a- Was it commissioned? Is yeah, you would go to it? a certain sword maker and that guy was famous for like folding the steel and making a Samurai sword. So like you would commission oh, the really? guy to build yeah. you a sword, yeah. Yeah, my wife's family, like for generations and generations and generations, made swords. So, yeah, wow. I, got, I should have her dad about that. But, um, yeah, so anyway, like I have one that's really cool, very artistic looking. And another one that I got really, really, really cheap is very basic, right? Mm -hmm. So I was asking the guy about it. I was like, so why is this one so basic? He's like, yeah, you know, when they're preparing for battle, they just made them in like bulk. And I'm like, so this one saw, this one went into a battle, like a saw blood. And he's like, well, you know, both of these are like well over like 150, maybe 200 years old, you know, we yeah. really can't tell, but probably. So I'm like, so this really nice one, this one maybe, maybe saw a little bit of action, but this other one that's all kind of beaten up and it's got no real cool designs, this one definitely saw action. And he's mm. like, well, maybe. And I'm like, oh my God, that one's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You're going to open up one of your closets one day and a little, like a samurai guy is going to be sitting there like crisscross applesauce going, blah, 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 and he's going to be like, ah, oh, ghost. You have to stab him with I his would, own sword. I might be, I might be cool with that. I might be like, dude, <laughs> I'm going to ask you so many questions. Do you mind? Yeah. I've, I've yeah. got any honshu in the back. We'll, we'll split yeah. a bottle. We, you know, we'll get ghost drunk. <laughs> yeah, come on in there, Mister Ghost. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. always been my thing with ghosts. What do ghosts do? Like in the movies, someone sees a ghost and they go, ah, 
Oh, and then it cuts. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What does the ghost do? Like, hi, guys, I'm a ghost. Is it a Snuffleupagus? Not <laughs> maybe. Who around, knows? Just walking around all <laughs> sad and shit. Possibly, but I tell you what, if you're going to have a ghost, having either a samurai or a geisha would be pretty freaking cool, dude. Very I mean, cool. just the questions you can ask, you can talk to them, you can ask them for advice. I mean, he's like, I mean, he's a warrior. You're like, hey, um, what should I do? I got this problem with this client. And he's like, kill him. I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. But well, <laughs> what's what another what option? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, chop off his hands. I'm like, whoa, my, my ghost friend is violent. <laughs> Let's go for option C. But it doesn't involve murder or mayhem, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I guess it's better to have a ghost geisha. Oh, man. <laughs> Unless she's enough. all skeletal and shit, like the chick from The Shining. Remember the old lady at the bat got out of the bats up in The Shining and she was like, and you're like, oh, titties. But wait a second. No, good titties. They're monster oh, titties. Yeah, no, no, uh, bad, 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 oh, bad ghost. Or she's, or she's like the ring and she comes out and her hair's like, Ugh. Yeah, that'd be bad too. I don't know, yeah, man. I've, know, been, yeah. I've been at Rapungi at four o'clock in the morning, bro. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, those girls do look like the ring. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh gosh. These days, you know, Rapungi, old school Rapungi was like kind of like that. But now yeah. Rapungi is kind of like cleaned up. It's nice. It's got a lot of great shops and restaurants and bars, whatever. Oh, wow. But okay. Shibuya, Shibuya is the new Rapungi. You go to Shibuya, like what? Three, four, five, six, seven o'clock, not seven, six o'clock in the morning, right before first train. And yeah, there's a lot of ring girls and ring dudes out there, dude. And they're either sleeping, puking, or just kind of oh. walking around like the walking dead, dude, zombies and Gross. shit, and puking all over each other. Yeah. Oh man, it's nasty. Uh quick question. Since I live in Fukuoka, I've been I haven't been to you know, all honestly, I haven't been to Rapungi in almost 20 years because I'm married and there's no really no point for me anymore. But Mm. Let me ask you a question. Back in the day, they used to have these uh, like carnival barkers standing outside of bars going, come in my bar. Hey, man. Hey, my brother. You know, and they're they're like carnival barkers Mm. trying to get you to go in their bar. And it was always like, yeah, yeah. You would get go in there and there'd be like nothing they promised was there. There'd be like no people in there. And then also you probably get charged more because they get they're earning a commission. So whoever they bring in gets charged double or something like that. Or worst case scenario, people get robbed because they slip some bullshit drugs into your drink and you you become a zombie and it's empty out your, your bank account. Is it still like that? Or is it cleaned up? Now Rapongi is way cleaned up. I, I'm sure that stuff still happens a little bit in Rapongi, but that's more of a Shinjuku thing these days. Uh, um, I think Shinjuku and Shibuya are kind of like the new Rapongi. Rapongi has got Midtown. Rapongi has got Rapongi Hills. All the bars there are really uh, classy. The, the drinks are way more expensive. Yeah. Gen- pay basically. Yeah. yeah gentrified. Um, I, I actually don't mind gentrified. Yeah, ginger what? <laughs> <laughs> ginger's there I, I saw Gen- a gentrified meaning they brought in a bunch of money like now they have high-end bars there where whereas back in my day it was like more seedy kind of low down you know everyone has a bar has a bar there you know kind of run down no, place no, no. i mean it's still kind of like that in certain parts like the east side rapongi but no 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 that's more shinjuku shibuya yeah actually rapongi is actually kind of good because it still has that reputation. And if you yeah. go on websites, a lot of websites will say, don't go to Rapungi. Rapungi's full of tourists and all this other bad shit. True. But all the, it's really cleaned up, right? So mm-hmm. if you want to go to a nice restaurant where there's not a lot of people there and like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's the place to go to because my wife and I, we had our uh, anniversary, uh, was it two years ago? Two years ago or something. No, it was you probably right have an Kuala. anniversary every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do, we do have one every year. But we went to Rapongi a few years ago. I think it was like 2019, right? When there's still a lot of tourists. Yeah, yeah. 
So that wasn't our last anniversary, but that that was an anniversary where we went to Rapongi and we yeah. went to Rapongi, went to a steakhouse, and it was like a Thursday night, and the place was empty. I was at the Ooh. steakhouse, and it's like it was like it was like less than half full. It was like twenty. It was like twenty five percent full, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Because if we were in like any other part of the city, if we we're in Ginza or Shibuya or whatever, it, there would be a line out the door. We need a reservation. So, faders, Rapongi is actually kind of a good idea. You know, if you want to go somewhere nice, and uh, now I have to uh, deal with all the tourists, like extra tourists, whatever. It's yeah. a great place to go. To. I mean, the restaurants down there have always been really good. I had like some of the mm. best, some of the best hapachi. Uh, uh, you know, like mm. tepanyaki experiences down yep. there. Tepanyaki is where they cook the steak in front of you. If you don't know what that mm. means, they cook the steak in front of you on this hot plate and they do all the tricks, like throwing stuff in the air and flipping on their hat and then doing backflips and jumping up and down. Yeah. Mm. Good experience. So the food is top notch. We had like fagua and uh, oh. yeah, filet mignon and like really good wines. Yeah. Really good stuff. It's like expensive it's like a as hell. restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a Japanese restaurant, but they had, Good, they had good stuff. I think the wine we drank was probably Greek, Greek wine. Really nice. Very international. Very nice. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Rapongi is good. Rapongi is definitely good. Um, if you go to Shibuya, yeah, it, there's a lot of great places in Shibuya and Shinjuku. But yeah, it's going to be a lot more tourists, way more people. So Rapongi, you know, keep that uh, in the back burner for places to go if you want to go somewhere nice. But, All right. Yeah, definitely the Teipanyaki. The Teipanyaki, they use those knife tricks and stuff. They're great. Yeah. You know, it's really a good show. But speaking of knives, Johnny, speaking of knives. Oh, you no, you about got a your, new hobby? No, no. You talked about your swords. You talked about your... Your um, what are those things called? The rings that go on the swords? Suba. Suba. You talked about your suba. I talked about the knives from the from the Teipanyaki place. Let's hop into the yep. news and see what kind of knives get pulled out in the news. Okay, faders. Well, on that note, let's take a little break, listen to our sponsors, and uh, when we come back, we got some news. Peace. <laughs> Yo, faders, the holiday season is slowly creeping up and there's only one way to stay ahead of present panic. And that's by shopping for the holidays early. This year, don't stress about finding something cool for your friends, family, and or significant other. Get something special and unique by commissioning an original popsick painting from yours truly. Or by purchasing a masterpiece from the Spilt Inks website. Yo, that's right. Look down in Got Faded Japan's episode notes and click on the Spilt Inks website link and take a look around and find something exciting. So this year, forget about the holiday rush, forget about stress, and forget about stressing on getting a cool present for that special person. This year, take care of yourself. And you can only take care of yourself by getting an original piece of artwork that's going to last you and or that significant other, friend, family, boss, neighbor, enemy, whatever, it's going to last them a lifetime. All right, Saito-san, cut off the Christmas music. It's not even December yet. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. station. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. Comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food? got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuban check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you and we are back faders and we got the news man so uh yeah jeremy uh i haven't done the news with you in a while so would you like to go first sure i'll go first um yeah this is a, a kind of an old chestnut we've heard this kind of thing over and over again all right mm. headline goes Man arrested for allegedly sexually molesting a woman on a bus? Probably in a bus, Ooh. not on a bus, right? Wouldn't it be funny if it was on top of a bus? He's like on the bus, kind of like uh, that, that movie Michael J. Fox where he turns into a werewolf. Was it oh, Teen yeah. Wolf? Teen Wolf, yeah. Don't dude, do that. That's dangerous. <laughs> no. And also sexual <laughs> sexual molesting is never funny. But, dude, on the bus, it'd be, it'd be a little bit more difficult. All right. Police in Hikashi. Matsuyama, uh, Saitama Prefecture, have arrested a 62-year-old man, Jesus, on suspicion of indecent behavior after he allegedly groped a woman sitting next to him on the bus. According to the police, the incident occurred around 4.35 a.m. Wow. Bus is at 4.35 a.m.? I was just thinking that. I mean, who takes a bus that early? Literally, what if it was literally on the bus? We were making a joke, but it was literally on the bus. (laughs) It might be. Read on. Read on. Okay. Uh, 4.35 a.m. Saturday on a bus traveling from Nagano City to Higashi Mutsuyama City. Kyoto News reported. Oh, I get it. This is one of those overnight buses, right? Not like Night a bus. Yep. Not like a city transfer, like a uh, transportation bus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Police said Hikaru Nakatani who works for the Ishikawa Prefectural Government. Oh, shit. You should say used to work for them. 
is accused of groping a woman who was in her 20s as she slept. The woman woke up and complained to the driver who called 110 or 911. Well, never sleep on a bus or a train, man. That is like some dangerous shit right there. I mean, Japan is definitely safer than any other country. But Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a young lady, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Guard them titties. Now, someone's going to try to do something to you, man, especially these 60 year olds, man. They think they can get away with murder. Nakatani was arrested and when he arrived in Higashi Mutsuyama. It doesn't say whether he uh, um, admitted to the charges or not, but buses have cameras. Everywhere in Japan has cameras. We say it all the time. So he's fucked. That guy is fucked. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. 62. So getting pension and retirement now is 64. Dude, could you imagine working in a job your whole life? And then at 62, two years right before you see the finish line, you're like, fuck it. <laughs> you throw your life away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that sucks. I, know, I mean, sure, you're right. But fucking hey, dude. 62, man. Mm-hmm. This guy's 62 and he's thinking, you know what? If this young girl who's in her 20s wakes up and sees me, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're awesome. Please keep doing that. Of course, she's not going to keep say that. She's going to freak out and scream. And yeah, you're 62, bro. You know, Dude. take a chill pill, man. Sit down. Have a drink. Oh Leave them God. children alone. And a girl in her 20s is just barely out of high school, bro. Yep. Yep. Well, this guy fucked up his life. And just another reason why you should hate the bus. Actually, you know what? I I don't like taking the bus. I don't like buses, but there is kind of a nice charm to these overnight buses. You know, I mean, if you're traveling on the cheap and you want to go from like, let's say like Tokyo to Osaka and you don't want to spend like fucking, was it $200 near my yen to travel there? Round trip is even more. Uh, You could take one of these overnight buses and it's like a quarter of the, uh, wait, I think it's like what, like 6,000 yen or something. It's really, like really affordable. You go there, you take the bus and then you sleep. And then you, when you wake up, you're in the other city, you're in Osaka or, or you're in Tokyo or something. So, but if you're a girl, I guess, you know, you really shouldn't do that unless you're sitting next to another girl or something. So one caveat there, you got to be under, under six foot four, because I, I took a bus one time from Tokyo to Osaka, man. And it was definitely made for people around five foot tall. That was a miserable ride for me, bro. And on the way back, I'm like, fuck it. I'll pay the 200 bucks for the Shinkansen. Dude, it's perfect for me, dude. <laughs> I sleep like a baby on that bus. Lucky you, man. Oh, man. Well, in certain situations, but yes. Okay, next story. Right. Man arrested for injuring woman by throwing smartphone at her. I wonder if he threw it like a ninja star. Shing, shing, shing. Yeah. Those smartphones, you know, I mean, some of them can get really big. You know, it depends. You got the Galaxy, you got the iPhone, you know, if it's an older version, I mean, it could be really heavy and big. Maybe like the one from like the 1980s or something from the movie like Wall Street. Oh, that's not a smartphone. That's just a cellular phone. Yeah. The smartphones are probably going to be like an iPhone 14. Those are big. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Police in Sapporo have arrested a 35 year old. 35-year-old unemployed man suspicion of injuring his 55-year-old partner by throwing a smartphone at her in her face. According to police, the incident occurred at the woman's house at around 1.30 p.m. Saturday, Hokkaido Broadcasting Corp. reported. The woman called police and said her boyfriend had assaulted her by throwing a smartphone at her. I, I wouldn't call the police if I got hit in the head with a smartphone. I think it's a little bit of use phone. that phone to call the police. Like, oh my you God. In the face, <laughs> you pick it up and call the cops with it. And what if she caught it in her mouth? Um, <laughs> she police probably did. That's was, an injury. 
broke her teeth. Oh, my goodness. Uh, police said the woman was bleeding from a facial wound when they arrived at the scene. Maybe the phone hit her and exploded. It's like a Stuck bomb in her head. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, that guy over there threw this at my head. It's I mean, it is glass, dude. If it cracks, there could be shrapnel like all over your face, dude. It could really mess you up. It, um, this guy was a you know pretty good at like pitching or whatever. He probably has a nice fastball. He probably hummed that phone right at her fucking head at like close range. She's probably like probably two meters away, and he just hummed it at her. Wait, you know, he is unemployed, and baseball season just ended. So maybe, yeah, maybe he was a baseball player, but he's unemployed at the moment. So maybe he's a pitcher or something. Who knows? He's uh, unemployed. He's unemployed, but he's 35 banging a 55-year-old old lady. So he he's probably got her paying all his bills, if I have to guess. I'm assuming so. I mean, yeah. Well, she used to. Police said the woman was bleeding from facial wound. Okay, there we go. Uh, police said the man told them that told them he and his partner had gotten in an argument while he was trying to configure the smartphone and he lost his temper and threw it at her, but denied assaulting her. You know, I kind of understand this because, you know, setting up a smartphone sometimes is a real pain in the butt, you know, especially if you got like one of those, like a Galaxy or a Samsung or something that has like a million billion options or something. I mean, it's really frustrating to like hook up sometimes, you know? But the thing is though, faders, if you get pissed off, you know, setting up a smartphone, you put it down and then you throw something else at the floor. You throw it at the floor. You take your beer bottle and you smash it on the floor or something. You don't throw it at somebody. You know, that's just bad news. You you hawk smash on the ground. And if you got to throw the smartphone, throw it on the ground. That's what you do. It, it's more rewarding and you don't go to jail. Okay. Plus, and, those phones uh, are like a thousand dollars, man, or more. Well, he didn't pay for it, obviously. Uh, she paid for it. Like, oh, that's double. That's double the injury. That's injury to her face and her pride. Jesus. And her to her bank account. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. That's my story. Next one is all yours. Okay. Um, we're going short today. This will be our last story for the show. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, everyone. Tough week. A uh, 15 year old boy was arrested for a stabbing friend. It should be in quotes, right? Friend and Ishikawa Prefecture. Ishikawa police in Komatsu, Ishikawa Prefecture have arrested a 15 year old boy on suspicion of attempted murder after he stabbed his friend about the same age. According to the police, the boy, a high school student, no kidding, stabbed the other victim in the base of his neck with a bread knife around 8 a.m.? Oh, my God. Was he a zombie? What the hell? Were you trying to dispatch him, dude? Like, Walking Dead style? Snick, 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 snick? Decapitate him, dude. Well, you can you can do like an internal decapitation where you sever the the spinal cord and the head's still attached. Oh I mean, god! The base of the skull from the back, dude. That's Ugh. what I mean. Yeah, that's Holy bad. Shit. That's terrible. Bad news. With a butter knife, nonetheless, a butter knife is not sharp at all. That would hurt. Hurts way worse, dude. Like in the movie Robin Hood, I want to stab him in the face with a spoon. Why a spoon? Ah, a spoon hurts more. It's true. It's very true. Says the victim was taken to the hospitals where the doctor said his wound was not life threatening. Did he well, taste like butter though? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, do you think when this kid goes to prison, he's going to have like a tattoo that says "butter luck, butter knife for life" or something? Butter life for knife, bitches! <laughs> butter luck next time. <laughs> oh man! Oh, this gets worse and that. worse. Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus, man. Why is this kid carrying around a butter knife? Why why'd they have an argument? What did they argue about? I can't believe this is but I can't believe this is not butter. It's not butter. What? <laughs> Nick. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So all right. If I had to guess correctly, two 15-year-old guys getting in an argument in a parking lot, and uh, one's got a butter knife. It's got to be over a girl, dude. It's got to be over a girl, dude. It's got to be over a girl, dude. 100%. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be over some chick. And mm-hmm. he, he probably said, like, she's pretty good, but she's a butter face. And when the guy goes, what's a butter face? And she's, she's everything's good, but her face. Yeah. Take that back, you. Snick, 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 snick. Yeah. My God. Butter knife. Butter knife. Well, I mean, thank God he was carrying a butter knife because if he had anything else, it probably would have been, well, a different ending to this story. You know, the guy would have probably yeah. been dead. It was like a, a fruit knife or a Rambo knife or something like that. A butter knife. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe he kind of gave him like a, an Indian burn or whatever or something like this or something like that. Or I don't know. Did it wait? Did it say that he went in his neck? Like, it didn't say whether it went in. It said just at the base of the neck with the with a butter knife, man. I mean, what is this dude doing? Like randomly buttering things as he's walking around town? What? I, I don't understand why he'd carry a butter knife. Maybe he works at a bakery part time. <laughs> Maybe he just really loves bread. So delicious. <laughs> <laughs> bread is good, man. You I can love put butter bread. on anything if you want. If you're brave enough, you know, it'd be good on that. What butter? <laughs> it's a pizza, dude. Butter's Go away. Yeah. Some people do that, man. That's weird. Butter on pizza. Oh, God. It's already greasy enough. Dude, people do a lot of weird shit to pizza, man. Especially this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie coming out. Dude, Mm. people are going to be doing a lot of weird stuff with pizza. I remember when the first, when the cartoon came out, they're putting chocolate on pizza, like chocolate pizza, this and that. Kids were doing all sorts of weird stuff. They're watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. They're putting all sorts of gnarly stuff on like pizza, like things like anchovies. Oh, gross. I love anchovies. No, dude, they're so salty. That's so but, good. Uh, you, know, yeah. you put you put it on sparingly. You don't put on like a whole can on one slice. You know what I mean? You put it on like a couple little pieces and then you hit that salty spot. It's good. But you know what? You mentioned chocolate mm. pizza. There's uh, There used to be a restaurant in Tokyo called Shakey's. I think there's still a couple restaurants up there. Yeah, in Shibuya. Yeah, they have a chocolate pizza there, but it's not chocolate on tomato sauce. It's 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 like a, a dessert pizza where it's a... Where it's like bread at the bottom, then they mm-hmm. put to- chocolate sauce on it, and then it might be like lumps of ice cream on top, or like something else sweet on top. That that's a cake. <laughs> basically, it's a cake. It's basically a pancake, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a pancake. But it's cut Literally. in triangles like a pizza. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, faders, thank you very much, and uh, see you next time. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, man, we forgot to tell you how you can support the show. If you want to support Got Fitted Japan, definitely go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. We've been doing it recently, and uh, we're kicking a lot of butt. we got a lot of subscribers. Thank you so much for subscribing. But if you haven't subscribed, go there, check us out, subscribe, write something cool, like everything. That would do us a mad golden solid. Also, we're on Facebook, Instagram, X, which is previously Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Uh, We're on threads where 
This is getting confusing, man. We're on uh, we're on Patreon. I think I said Instagram. Well, anyway, we're pretty much everywhere. We're everywhere you want to be. And uh, yeah, so if you want to su- support us, I guess the best way to do it is uh, YouTube and Patreon. And oh yeah, if you go to iTunes, write something groovy and give us a five-star review. And uh, yeah, that's a wrap, faders. We'll see you soon. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.